G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. As you'll know, on this program, we'll often look to monitor developments around how a society like ours addresses the dreadful issue of pornography. Well, there's a private member's bill calling for the Federal Communications Minister to begin a trial dealing with age verification to help protect Australian children from the exposure to pornography. Melinda Tankard-Reist leads Collective Shout and is one of the champions defending women and children. Melinda is back with us. Melinda, welcome back to 2020. It's good to be back with you, Neil. Thank you. Uh, Some images uh, just recently, Melinda, uh, the federal opposition leader standing alongside you around your efforts to protect children from pornography exposure. What was all that about? Well, a little bit of background for listeners that may not be up on the history. Collective Shout was involved in an inquiry into the harms of pornography to children And the previous federal government took on board the recommendations from that uh, bipartisan committee inquiry. And one of the recommendations was that the e-safety commissioner look into developing a roadmap for the rollout of an age verification system, a proof of age protection system, so that little kids couldn't just enter torture porn, rape porn, sadism sites at the click of a button. The e-safety commissioner got on with the job and provided a report to the new federal government in March recommending a trial of an age verification program. Unfortunately, the federal government said no to a trial, uh, which was a huge disappointment for child protection advocates, women's safety experts and anyone concerned about kids and their exposure to porn. Uh, Yesterday in the House of Representatives, Shadow Minister Coleman introduced a private member's bill and in the video that you saw, that was a press conference in Brisbane in the leader with uh, Peter Dutton, the opposition leader, David Coleman, the Shadow Minister for Communications and myself, uh, Bravehearts and the Daniel Morecambe Foundation supporting David Coleman's bill, which unfortunately did not get up yesterday thanks to the ALP and the Greens and despite the support of all of the independents in the parliament. As you say, when the current opposition was in power, they were taking note of those recommendations. Uh, Now that they're in opposition, uh, they're saying that if we're elected again, we're back to this and there'll be some good things. Some people might be saying, why would the current government uh, be so negative to this? Have you got any impression as to why the government might have voted down even the opportunity of hearing some of those issues in the bill? Yes, all, all the bill was asking for was for the, for the minister to undertake a trial. What, what is the harm in a pilot? What is the harm in a trial? You've got five countries right now rolling out age verification, proof of age protections, saying that the 
global pornography industry should not be allowed to prey on our younger generation. It, this is a predatory industry. It needs some restrictions some regulation. Uh, we don't exactly understand why. The government has claimed through the communications minister, Michelle Rowland, that they want to uh, defer to industry codes. Now, these codes uh, are at least two years off, and this is not an industry renowned for self-regulation, just saying. In fact, that goes against their, their business model of grooming a new generation of, of porn consumers. So we're not content to leave it to some industry self-regulatory codes, which are potentially at least two years away, probably longer. And then if they're not strong enough, they'll need to be rewritten. Uh, so we believe this is a matter of urgency. Every day of delay means more children, millions more children exposed to hardcore, degrading, dehumanising pornography. It's the world's largest department of education. And that exposure is leading to rates of child-on-child -child sexual assault at, at levels never before seen, more abuse, more sexual harassment in schools, um, sexual assault, more daily sexual demands of girls, demands to send nudes, rape threats, for example, boys sexually groaning, grunting and moaning at girls. This issue will get worse. It's a parent's worst nightmare. It's coming true every day for multiple numbers of Australian families. Uh, we are calling on the government to act. And next uh, week, uh, December the 7th, I actually have a meeting with the communications minister and some of my colleagues, and we will be urging her to rethink this uh, damaging, harmful decision, which has put the vested interests of the porn industry against the welfare of children. And children are front and centre in the focus here. And uh, here you have our federal government and perhaps we might speculate being afraid of what a trial might find. Uh, if I was asking you, Melinda Tankard-Reist, what you thought a trial might find uh, with the prevalence of the way children are being impacted by exposure to pornography, what would you say? Well, what a trial would do is to establish the e efficacy of a proof-of-age protection system. There's different models and it, it is likely that were it to go ahead, uh, e-safety would probably look to the models that are being replicated in, in other countries, look for some data on the effectiveness and choose which one might be best to trial here. And what, what it does is it establishes proof of age. It's a, a system that confirms uh, the ID of the person wanting to uh, access uh, certain sites. And uh, there's a third party verifier that verifies the ID and then the user is given a digital passport. Uh, there's no data held. There's, there's no, uh, you know, it can be done in, in a way that protects our privacy. And so what this trial would, sh would demonstrate is uh, if, it, if it worked, if it did stop children from uh, accessing uh, hardcore rape, torture porn, uh, bestiality, incest uh, sites, uh, or if it wasn't effective. And so, again, we ask what is the harm in at least uh, trialling this? We know that uh, large numbers of children are being exposed uh, every day uh, at home, on the school bus, at the school camp, in the, in the schoolyard, at the, at the friend's house, at the, at the sleepover, and this is deforming their developing sexual templates. It's contributing to more harassment, more abuse, and it is setting these kids up to fail. They will not be 
set up to have healthy, respectful, uh, mutually caring, loving relationships uh, in future. It's a, it's a public health crisis of monumental proportions, Neil. And when we're talking about children, I think we'd all like to think that you'd be putting politics aside. And I know that you're calling on MPs on all sides to support uh, this private member's bill. And uh, I guess there's a good aspiration in all of that. But if there's political mileage to be made, uh, there are those who want to divide and polarise. Is a little bit of that happening, do you think, around the issue? Well, Neil, we would have liked this to have been a bipartisan issue, and it should be above politics. Care for the most vulnerable members of our community should be above partisan politics. And so that's been a disappointment because the original committee which recommended protections for children against porn exposure was a bipartisan committee. Those recommendations were bipartisan. We commend the independents, we commend the Teals, and we commend uh, the Centre Alliance for actually supporting David Coleman's private members' bill. In federal parliament yesterday, uh, we, uh, on the other hand, uh, criticised the federal Labor government and the Greens uh, for not uh, getting on board uh, with this. So it is unfortunate that it is it is playing out on political lines uh, when really this issue of all issues uh, should have had a cross-party approach. There should be common ground found here. This is way beyond um, political point scoring or, or game playing. We should agree that our children deserve better. Well, the issue isn't going away anytime soon, and particularly with voices like yours that are calling out and being heard around our community. So where to from here, Melinda? Well, we are looking at next steps, and uh, Collective Shout is known for our tenacity, so uh, we don't give up easily. Some of us have been campaigning on this issue for a very, very long time. Uh, so we are urging anyone that cares about this issue to contact their MP ask them to act, ask them to contact the minister and urge her to roll out a pilot as soon as possible as a matter of urgency. This issue just cannot wait. So get a hold of your MP, ask them what they're doing uh, about this, how it could be furthered. We'll be meeting with the minister next week. We will continue to lobby, continue to advocate, continue to expose the harms of pornography to children and uh, hopefully get a better outcome uh, next year, we'll just use every lever at our disposal. And, and uh, uh, this will become an election issue as well if, if we haven't sorted it out by then. And you've got a special focus on independent MPs and Teal MPs, interestingly. Um, what's so special if you're in that electorate where you've got an independent MP or a Teal? Uh, well, what are your really thoughts? because of the casting votes, uh, you know, the... Uh, the government uh, doesn't have the full power in its own right, the number of seats. And so uh, we we really need the support of anyone that uh, has a casting vote that could determine the outcome. But unfortunately, we didn't have enough to get that over the line because the Greens sided with, uh, with the ALP. But it's been wonderful to have an indication of support uh, from uh, Allegra Spender and the other Teals. And uh, uh, Rebecca Sharkey also spoke very powerfully on the floor of the chamber yesterday, uh, spoke about a family she knew whose uh, uh, son had actually taken his life after being exposed to uh, hardcore, violent, terrible material that really messed, messed with his head. And she gave a very emotional and compelling speech uh, on the floor of the chamber yesterday. 
so we commend those who recognize that uh, we have a duty of care to our children, that our children uh, should be protected from uh, harmful content, which is contributing to a rise in harmful, problematic sexual behaviors in, in children. And uh, we are really pleased that they have decided to prioritize child protection over porn industry profits, uh, unlike uh, the government and, and the Greens, unfortunately. Well, it would be nice to see some prioritising of children in the next generation. And you've been campaigning, as you say, for a long time on issues around age verification to help protect Australian children from exposure to pornography. For listeners to connect with our guest, Melinda Tankard-Reist. Melinda leads Collective Shout. The website for Collective Shout is collectiveshout.org. That's collectiveshout.org. Melinda, thanks so much for giving us an update today on 2020. Neil, thanks as always for your interest and, and to your listeners. Thank you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.